Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and you know, January the 3rd, 2000, is the day that I started our television ministry. We've now been on television for 20 years, and we've grown from just reaching 2% of the U.S. population to where now we reach over 3 billion people worldwide. Man, what a great accomplishment. Thank God, and thank you for being a partner with us in 20 years of television ministry. Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. If I stay in faith, well then what is true in the spirit man will become true in the physical realm. Jesus has provided everything. We just have to know how to appropriate it in our own lives, in our heart. When Jesus says it is done, it was done for me too. And now here's Andrew. Welcome to our Friday's broadcast of the Gospel Truth. Today is the end of my fourth week of teaching on a subject that I've entitled, You've Already Got It. And I tell you, this is powerful. I've said a lot of the same things over and over because I know that this is just so radically different than the way most people think. It just takes a while to penetrate past all of our religious concepts. So many people think that God has to be begged and pleaded with, and we have to approach Him and just uh, continue to hold on and, and force God to move through our faith. One of the major points that I've made in this teaching is that God isn't responding to us. We should be responding to Him. God, by faith and grace, has already provided everything that you will ever need, and all you got to do is reach out and partake of it. Man, that is radical. Those are radical things. There's two definitions that it took me 20 years to learn, but I've used these a lot, and this kind of sums up what I'm saying. And that is one of the de their definitions of faith. Faith is not something you do to gain a response from God. But faith, biblical faith, is just a positive response to what God has already done through grace. Another way of saying that is that faith only appropriates what God has already provided by grace. If grace hasn't provided it, faith can't make it happen. You can't force God to do anything. And so once you understand this, God has already done His part. And if you are born again, you have the supernatural God-given power on the inside of you, the same power that raised Christ from the dead you don't need to say, oh, God, heal me. When the Bible says, by His stripes, you were healed, 1 Peter 2, 24. You don't need to ask God to bless you. When the Bible says in Ephesians 1, 3, you're already blessed. You don't need God to do anything. God has done everything you, you will ever need, can ever need. It's already done. What you need to do is to, by faith, perceive what is already yours in the spirit realm and then take your authority and start commanding the power of God to flow. I know that sounds offensive to some people, but I taught on that from Isaiah chapter 45, verse 11. The last week I've been teaching on that you're, there is a spiritual world, and understanding this has helped me to understand that everything I've got, I already need. I mean, everything I need, I've already got. This has helped me because if you don't understand that there's a spiritual realm out there and a spiritual realm on the inside of you, if you don't understand that, 
YOU WILL LOOK AT THIS AND SAY, I'VE GOT EVERYTHING I NEED. WELL, MAN, YOU'LL LOOK AT YOUR HOUSE AND IT'S NOT THE SIZE THAT YOU NEED. IT'S NOT IN GOOD CONDITION. YOU NEED A NEW, uh, YOU KNOW, WHATEVER IT IS, NEW PLUMBING OR SOMETHING. AND YOU LOOK AT WHAT YOU DON'T HAVE AND HOW DOES THIS FIT WITH SAYING THAT YOU HAVE EVERYTHING, THAT YOU'RE ALREADY BLESSED. WELL, THE BLESSING IS IN THE SPIRITUAL REALM. BUT FAITH JUST REACHES OVER INTO THE SPIRITUAL REALM AND BRINGS INTO THE PHYSICAL REALM WHAT GOD HAS ALREADY PROVIDED. AND THIS IS WHAT I'VE BEEN TEACHING ON FOR FOUR WEEKS. THE LAST WEEK I'VE BEEN USING DANIEL AS AN EXAMPLE, HOW DANIEL PRAYED AND GOD ANSWERED HIS PRAYER INSTANTLY, BUT ONE TIME IT TOOK THREE MINUTES. THE NEXT TIME IT TOOK THREE WEEKS FOR WHAT GOD HAD ALREADY DONE INSTANTLY TO COME INTO MANIFESTATION. THAT SHOWS THAT THERE IS NOT A ONE-TO-ONE RELATIONSHIP BETWEEN WHEN GOD MOVES AND WHEN YOU SEE IT. AND MOST PEOPLE JUST ASSUME THIS, THAT IF GOD WAS TO ANSWER MY PRAYER, THEN I'D HAVE THIS OVER HERE. BUT SINCE I'VE STILL GOT THIS, THAT'S PROOF THAT GOD HADN'T ANSWERED MY PRAYER. NO, IT'S NOT. GOD IS A SPIRIT. JOHN 4, 24, GOD MOVES IN THE SPIRIT REALM. ALL YOU'VE GOT PROOF OF IS IT HASN'T YET MANIFESTED IN THIS PHYSICAL REALM. BUT GOD HAS COMMANDED. GOD HAS ALREADY RELEASED THAT POWER. ACCORDING TO THE WORD OF GOD, YOU'VE ALREADY BEEN HEALED BY THE STRIPES OF JESUS 2,000 YEARS AGO. IN YOUR BORN-AGAIN SPIRIT, YOU HAVE RAISING FROM THE DEAD POWER. IT COULD BE ONE INCH AWAY FROM A CANCER THAT IS DESTROYING YOUR BODY, BUT GOD HAS ALREADY GIVEN YOU HEALING. YOU JUST HAVE TO GET IT OUT OF THE SPIRIT AND INTO THIS PHYSICAL REALM, AND THAT'S WHAT FAITH DOES. SO THESE ARE THE THINGS WE'VE ALREADY BEEN TALKING ABOUT. I'VE BEEN USING A LOT OF EXAMPLES TALKING ABOUT HOW THAT WHEN YOU'RE TRUSTING GOD FOR FINANCES, GOD USES PEOPLE. AND IF YOU DON'T UNDERSTAND THIS, THEN YOU WILL PRAY, AND WHEN YOU DON'T SEE YOUR FINANCES COME IN, YOU'LL JUST IMMEDIATELY THINK, WELL, GOD HADN'T ANSWERED MY PRAYER. LET ME GIVE YOU AN EXAMPLE. THIS IS ONE OF THE CLASSIC EXAMPLES IN MY LIFE THAT I WAS TEACHING ON THIS PROBABLY, I'M NOT SURE, BUT IT'S OVER 20 YEARS AGO, MAYBE 30 YEARS AGO, I WAS TEACHING ON THESE EXACT SAME THINGS THAT we are, WE'VE BEEN TALKING ABOUT. AND THERE WAS A MAN THERE, A GOOD FRIEND OF MINE, HE WAS A LEADER IN THE CHURCH THAT I ATTENDED, AND THIS MAN HAD BEEN TRYING TO SELL HIS HOUSE FOR TWO YEARS. HE WANTED TO SELL IT BY THE OWNER SO THAT HE COULD AVOID THE REAL ESTATE COMMISSION, AND IT WAS DURING A DOWNTIME IN THE COLORADO ECONOMY, AND HOUSES JUST WERE NOT SELLING. SO ANYWAY, HE PUT A SIGN IN HIS YARD, FOR SALE BY OWNER, AND EVERY DAY HE PRAYED AND ASKED GOD TO SELL THAT HOUSE, AND HE HAD FIXED IT UP. IT WAS IN PRISTINE CONDITION, AND HE WENT AND BOUGHT ANOTHER HOUSE, AND SO NOW HE ACTUALLY HAD TWO MORTGAGE PAYMENTS, THE OLD ONE AND THE NEW ONE, AND HE WAS IN A FINANCIAL BIND, AND HIS HOUSE HAD BEEN ON THE MARKET FOR TWO YEARS. AND HE HAD A FEW PEOPLE COME LOOK AT IT, BUT JUST NOTHING WAS HAPPENING, AND HE WAS DISCOURAGED, AND HE WAS FEELING, GOD, WHY HAVEN'T YOU ANSWERED MY PRAYERS? AND IT WAS HURTING HIS FAITH AND HIS RELATIONSHIP WITH THE LORD BECAUSE HE THOUGHT GOD JUST WASN'T ANSWERING HIS PRAYERS. HE HEARD ME TEACH ON THESE EXACT THINGS OUT OF DANIEL CHAPTER 9 AND CHAPTER 10. AND AS HE HEARD ME TEACHING ON THIS, THE HOLY SPIRIT MADE DIRECT APPLICATION OF THESE PRINCIPLES TO HIS SITUATION. AND HE SHOWED HIM AND SAID THAT THE VERY FIRST DAY THAT YOU PUT THAT FOR SALE SIGN IN YOUR YARD, I SPOKE TO SOMEONE ABOUT BUYING YOUR HOUSE. I HAVE BEEN FAITHFUL. I HAVE ANSWERED YOUR PRAYER. BUT SATAN IS HINDERING YOU THROUGH THE OTHER PERSON'S FINANCES. 
AND THE LORD JUST TOLD HIM, HE SAYS, IT'S NOT ME THAT HASN'T BEEN FAITHFUL. I'VE BEEN SPEAKING TO PEOPLE, BUT THEY ARE HAVING FINANCIAL PROBLEMS, AND THAT'S THE REASON YOUR HOUSE HADN'T SOLD YET. SO WHEN BOB SAW THIS, THE FIRST THING HE DID WAS REPENT. AND HE SAID, FATHER, I'M SORRY FOR DOUBTING THAT YOU'VE ANSWERED MY PRAYERS AND PRAYING THE SAME PRAYER OVER AND OVER AS IF YOU HADN'T DONE ANYTHING. SO FIRST THING HE DID WAS REPENT AND GET HIS ATTITUDE STRAIGHT, AND THEN HE STARTED PRAYING FOR WHOEVER IT WAS THAT GOD HAD SPOKEN TO ABOUT BUYING THIS HOUSE AND PRAYING FOR THEIR FINANCIAL SITUATION. AND SINCE HE DIDN'T KNOW THE SPECIFICS, HE DIDN'T KNOW WHO THE PERSON WAS, HE DIDN'T KNOW WHAT THEIR PROBLEM WAS, HE JUST PRAYED IN TONGUES. THAT'S WHAT THE BIBLE SAYS, THAT WHEN WE DON'T KNOW HOW TO PRAY AS WE OUGHT, THE HOLY SPIRIT MAKES INTERCESSION FOR US WITH GROANINGS THAT CAN'T BE UTTERED. IT SAYS IN 1 CORINTHIANS 14 THAT WHEN YOU PRAY IN TONGUES, IT'S YOUR SPIRIT THAT'S PRAYING. AND 1 CORINTHIANS 2, 16 SAYS you, YOU HAVE THE MIND OF CHRIST. THAT'S IN YOUR SPIRIT. 1 JOHN 2, 2, YOU KNOW ALL THINGS. THAT'S NOT TRUE IN YOUR PHYSICAL MIND. THAT'S TRUE IN YOUR BORN-AGAIN SPIRIT. SO BOB JUST BEGAN TO START PRAYING IN TONGUES FOR THE PERSON BECAUSE HE DIDN'T KNOW HOW TO PRAY WITH HIS INTELLECT. AND AFTER TWO DAYS OF PRAYING IN TONGUES AND REPENTING AND BELIEVING THAT GOD, YOU'VE ALREADY SPOKEN TO SOMEBODY NOW, WHATEVER THE HINDRANCES ARE, I REBUKE THE DEVIL, I BIND THE WAY THAT SATAN IS HINDERING THESE OTHER PEOPLE. AFTER TWO DAYS OF INTERCESSION, A MAN CAME TO HIM AND HE SAYS, I'VE GOT THE MONEY, I WANT TO BUY YOUR HOUSE. AND SO THEY WENT TO CLOSING, AND THEY WERE SITTING AT CLOSING, AND AS THEY WERE SIGNING ALL OF THE PAPERS AND SELLING THIS HOUSE, THE MAN WHO WAS BUYING THE HOUSE SAID, DID YOU KNOW THAT THE VERY FIRST DAY YOU PUT THAT SIGN IN THE YARD FOR SALE BY OWNER, I TOLD MY WIFE, THAT'S OUR HOUSE. THAT'S GOING TO BE OUR HOUSE. AND HE SAID, FOR TWO YEARS, I HAVE BEEN TRYING TO GET MY MONEY TOGETHER, BUT I HAD TO SELL MY HOUSE, AND THE PERSON WHO WANTED TO BUY MY HOUSE, THEY HAD TO SELL THEIR HOUSE, AND SO THERE WAS LIKE TWO OTHER HOUSES THAT I HAD TO SELL, AND THE MONEY HAD TO TRANSITION BEFORE THIS THING COULD BE MADE. AND HE SAID, FOR TWO YEARS, I'VE BEEN TOTALLY FRUSTRATED. AND HE SAYS, THE STRANGEST THING WAS, JUST A FEW DAYS AGO, ALL OF A SUDDEN, THIS MAN CAME TO ME AND HAD THE CASH IN HIS HAND. HE BOUGHT MY HOUSE. IT TOOK ME A COUPLE OF DAYS TO GET THINGS TOGETHER, AND THEN I CAME AND TOLD YOU I WANTED TO BUY YOUR HOUSE. AND IT CONFIRMED ALL OF THESE THINGS, THAT GOD SPOKE TO PEOPLE TWO YEARS BEFORE ABOUT BUYING THE HOUSE, AND IT WASN'T THE SELLER'S LACK OF FAITH THAT WAS THE PROBLEM. IT WAS THE FACT THAT SATAN WAS HINDERING BECAUSE GOD ISN'T GOING TO JUST DROP THE MONEY OUT OF THE SKY. HE'S NOT GOING TO BUY YOUR HOUSE. HE'S NOT GOING TO BUY YOUR CAR. HE'S NOT GOING TO BUY YOUR PRODUCT. HE'S GOING TO SEND PEOPLE TO YOU THAT WILL BUY YOUR HOUSE AND CAR AND YOUR PRODUCT. AND IF YOU'RE JUST PRAYING AND SAYING, OH, GOD, I NEED FINANCES, BLESS ME, BUT YOU AREN'T SETTING YOUR HAND UNTO SOMETHING. YOU AREN'T DOING ANYTHING. HE CAN'T MOVE THROUGH THAT. AND EVEN IF YOU'RE TRYING TO SELL SOMETHING, A PRODUCT OR A HOUSE OR A CAR OR SOMETHING, HE'S GOING TO USE A BUYER, AND YOU HAVE TO uh, GET INTO INTERCESSION AND STAND. YOU KNOW, I'VE GOT ANOTHER ILLUSTRATION THAT GOES RIGHT ALONG WITH THIS, THAT BACK WHEN JAMIE AND I WERE IN SIGAVILLE, TEXAS, THIS IS THE VERY FIRST CHURCH THAT WE PASTORED, AND I WAS STRUGGLING FINANCIALLY BECAUSE OF MY OWN WRONG THINKING. I THOUGHT IT WAS SIN FOR A MINISTER TO WORK A JOB. I THOUGHT I HAD TO BE COMPLETELY COMMITTED TO THE MINISTRY, AND THAT WAS WRONG. UNTIL YOU GET FULL-TIME, YOU DON'T NEED TO EXPECT TO LIVE FULL-TIME OF IT. BUT ANYWAY, NONETHELESS, WE WERE STRUGGLING FINANCIALLY. WE HAD NEEDS, AND WE HAD AN OLD CAR. IT WAS JAMIE'S CAR, A 56 CHEVY BEL AIR. 
that she had when we got married. And the Lord, we had my car, and the Lord told me that He was going to supply my need for the rent and for some groceries and things like this through the selling of this car. And so anyway, I think we started trying to sell this car for $400 or $500, finally brought it down to $350, and for three weeks, man, people would come and look at that car, but the moment they saw it, nobody wanted it. I mean, the thing was falling apart. The U-joints were going out, and the thing would shake so bad that U-joints were nearly gone. And this was the kind of car that when you put the key in the ignition, you could pull the key out, and the car would still run. And that thing shook so bad that the keys actually would vibrate and come out of the ignition, and we had holes in the floorboard where you could see the ground <laughs> as you were driving along. It was rusted out, and there were actually holes in the floorboard, and if those keys ever came out, you had to quickly grab them or they'd fall through the hole. When you were driving and it was wet outside, it would spray water up on the inside. If you turned on the heater, there was a leak somewhere, and it would pump water out on the passenger's feet. When you drove it, it would take off in a cloud of smoke. It burnt a quart of oil about every 50 miles. The thing was a dog, and yet we needed to sell it, and I'd been trying to sell it. Anyway, we went on for about three weeks, and finally, one day, I went down to our church building, and I just knew God had already told me He was sending a buyer for that car. So I believe that God had already spoken to somebody, but it hadn't happened, and I needed it to happen. We were desperate, and I got to praying, and I got to walking in that church building, and I haven't got time to teach on this, but I got into groaning in the Spirit, Romans chapter 8 and verse 26, where the Holy Spirit literally takes hold together with you and intercedes through you. And I mean, I got to groaning and fighting and standing against whatever this hindrance was to our faith and to our supply. And I did that for, I don't know, 30 minutes or an hour or something. And after, after I got through with that, I mean, it was supernatural, spirit-energized intercession, binding whatever was hindering our answer to prayer. I just got an overwhelming peace and confidence, and I had a gift of faith. I knew that I knew that I knew that our needs were meant. And so I got excited, and I got in the car, and I drove home to tell Jamie that, man, we're going to sell that car today. It's done. That somehow or another there was a breakthrough. And before I could even tell her what was happening, she met me at the front door, and she said, a man just called on the phone and said, he's coming down there to buy your car. He saw the car sitting in front of the church, and he'll be there in five minutes, and he's got the money. He wants to buy the car. So I didn't even get to tell her what happened. She told me that the man was coming with the money. So anyway, I went back down to the church, and this man came, and he had a wad of cash. I mean, it was all cash money. I think it was $350 that we finally settled on. And he said, I want to buy your car. And I said, well, I said, that's great, but I want you to know. And I began to tell him about it burning oil, about the U-joints, about the hole in the floor, about the water pumping out on the... And I just kept telling him all of these things. And he says, well, it doesn't matter. I want it. And I said, I'm not going to sell it to you until you drive it around the block and see what's going on. So he got in, drove it around the block, took off in this huge cloud of smoke, <laughs> and stuff. And when we finally got back and he parked, he says, now, can I have your car? And I said, well, okay. So anyway, we signed the title over to him, did all of this. 
And as he was leaving, he said, did you know three and a half years, uh, three and a half weeks ago, when you first put a for sale sign in here and you were selling it for $500, I told my wife, I'm going to buy that car. And he didn't want it to drive. He wanted it for parts. And his wife said, there is no way we're getting another old junk car around here. It turned out he had a number of cars around his house that he just cannibalized and used for parts. He wasn't going to drive it. He just wanted the parts off of it. And his wife fought him over it. And there had been a lot of contention. And for three and a half weeks, she had been saying, no way, you aren't spending our money on another old junk car. And anyway, it was a Saturday afternoon and he was in watching a football game and I was down at the church praying. And as I prayed and as I was binding and rebuking whatever the hindrance was and dealing with these things, he was watching football and she just walked in and threw the money in his lap and she said, all right, go get it. They hadn't even talked about it for days, but it was because the, the devil was actually using that woman. Now, I'm not saying that you know, that you should just buy all junk cars. I, I don't know if she was right or wrong, but nonetheless, she was the one that was hindering the sale. And when I was down there praying and binding and doing this, all of a sudden, God spoke to her, dealt with whatever it was in her that kept her from being in agreement with her husband. And she went and just put the money in his lap. He turned the TV off, came straight down there, bought the car and praise God, our need, our immediate need was met. And see, this is an illustration of what I'm talking about, that God has already done His part. You're already blessed financially, emotionally, physically. God has already done everything. And if another person is involved in what you need, well, God is speaking to them. But Satan can hinder your prayer, just the way he did with Daniel, with this prince of Persia coming and standing against it. And it stood for 21 days. Satan can hinder you. And if you just sit there and passively say, well, Father, I'm still believing. There's one of two things can happen. You can become discouraged because of the delay of time and you can get out of faith and turn your faith off. And when you do, that stops the flow of what's true in the spirit realm from coming into the physical realm. And you, you will never see it manifest. That's one thing that could happen. Or another thing that could happen, you could take the things that I'm talking about and say, Father, I know that I've already got it, that you've already blessed me with all spiritual blessings. I'm already healed. By your stripes, I was healed. I've already got it. You've already done your part. Whatever my need is, the supply was made before the need even existed. And so you could take your authority and say, now, I am not asking you over and over and over for something that the Bible says you've already given me. Now I'm thanking you that I've got it. The Bible says that praise is uh, strength to still the enemy and the avenger. And so you start praising God. Man, that drives the devil crazy. He can't stand praise. He's drawn to griping and complaining, but praise just repulses the devil and he flees. So if you start praising God and thanking him that you have the things that you need. It's in the spirit realm, but it's coming into the physical realm. And you start praising God, man, that drives the devil off. And if the Lord shows you a specific thing that is hindering your finances or your healing or your joy or your peace or something else, if he shows you something specific that a demon is doing or people that are coming against you, you can start praying and interceding and you can bind that devil, resist the devil, 
HE'LL FLEE FROM YOU, AND WHEN THE DEMONIC OPPOSITION IS RELEASED, THEN THE FLOW FROM THE SPIRIT REALM INTO THE PHYSICAL REALM WILL BE UNHINDERED, AND YOU'LL SEE A QUICKER MANIFESTATION OF YOUR ANSWER TO PRAYER. YOU KNOW, WHEN I WAS IN CHILDRESS, TEXAS, I, I GAVE YOU THIS EXAMPLE OF WHEN I WAS IN, in uh, SEGAVILLE, TEXAS. I STAYED THERE FOR TWO YEARS, AND THEN I WENT TO CHILDRESS, TEXAS, AND IN CHILDRESS, TEXAS, I WAS TEACHING THESE THINGS. WE BEGIN TO START SEEING SUPERNATURAL HEALINGS AND MIRACLES. AND ONE NIGHT I WAS PRAYING FOR OTHER PEOPLE AND JUST INTERCEDING THAT GOD WOULD TOUCH PEOPLE'S LIVES. AND AS I WAS PRAYING, I HAD MY HANDS BEHIND MY BACK, BUT I HAD MY HANDS LIKE THIS, AND I, I COULD FEEL THIS GANGLION CYST THAT WAS RIGHT HERE ON MY WRIST. AND I'D HAD IT FOR MONTHS. AND I HAD SPOKEN TO IT, AND I HAD PRAYED AND BELIEVED THAT I WAS HEALED, BUT IT JUST WASN'T LEAVING. AND I, AT THAT TIME, I HAD A WATCH THAT HAD AN EXPANDABLE BAND ON IT, AND I USED THAT BAND TO COVER THIS THING UP SO THAT PEOPLE COULDN'T SEE IT. BUT IT HAD GROWN SO BIG THAT IT WAS BEGINNING TO MAKE THIS BAND STAND OUT. AND SO I WAS PRAYING, AND AS I WAS PRAYING, I HAD MY HANDS LIKE THIS, AND I FELT THAT CYST. AND ALL OF THE THINGS THAT I'M TEACHING YOU, I REMEMBERED. YOU KNOW, IT DOESN'T WORK AUTOMATICALLY. JUST BECAUSE YOU'VE SEEN THIS AND BECAUSE YOU HAVE UNDERSTANDING OF IT DOESN'T MEAN IT'S AUTOMATICALLY GOING TO WORK. YOU HAVE TO ACT ON WHAT YOU BELIEVE. FAITH WITHOUT WORKS IS DEAD. AND AS I FELT THAT CYST, I JUST GOT TO THINKING, YOU KNOW, I PREACH THIS TO OTHER PEOPLE. I PRAY WITH OTHER PEOPLE AND STUFF. I NEED TO APPLY IT TO MYSELF. AND SO I JUST STARTED PRAISING GOD. I SAID, THAT CYST IS ALREADY HEALED. FATHER, YOU'VE ALREADY PUT ON THE INSIDE OF ME THE SAME POWER THAT RAISED CHRIST FROM THE DEAD, AND I AM NOT PUTTING UP WITH THIS ANY LONGER. I'M NOT WAITING ON YOU. YOU'RE WAITING ON ME TO BELIEVE AND RECEIVE. AND SO I GOT TO PRAISING HIM AND THANKING HIM, AND THEN I TOOK MY AUTHORITY, AND I REBUKED, I SPOKE TO THE CYST. MARK CHAPTER 11, VERSE 23 SAYS, SPEAK TO THE MOUNTAIN. DON'T TALK TO GOD ABOUT YOUR MOUNTAIN, BUT TALK TO YOUR MOUNTAIN ABOUT GOD. I TALKED TO THE MOUNTAIN, THE PROBLEM, THE CYST. I COMMANDED IT TO LEAVE. I GOT TO REBUKING THE DEVIL IF THIS WAS JUST A DEMONIC ATTACK. WHATEVER THE SOURCE OF IT WAS, I STARTED PRAYING, AND I INTERCEDED PROBABLY FOR AT LEAST TWO HOURS OR THREE HOURS. I SPOKE IN TONGUES A LOT BECAUSE WHEN YOU DON'T KNOW EXACTLY WHAT THE ROOT OF THE PROBLEM IS, YOU, you JUST PRAY IN TONGUES, LET THE HOLY SPIRIT MAKE INTERCESSION THROUGH YOU. AND ANYWAY, I PRAYED IN TONGUES AND INTERCEDED. AND DID YOU KNOW THAT THAT NIGHT, I WENT TO BED PROBABLY AT 11 O'CLOCK, AND THERE WAS NO CHANGE. EVERYTHING WAS JUST THE SAME. BUT I KNEW I HAD IT, AND I WAS STANDING, AND I, I KNEW IT WAS JUST A MATTER OF TIME UNTIL WHAT WAS TRUE IN THE SPIRIT BECAME TRUE IN THE PHYSICAL. AND SO I WENT TO BED. AND WHEN I GOT UP IN THE MORNING, I LOOKED, AND DID YOU KNOW THAT THAT THING WAS TOTALLY GONE? IT WAS JUST AS HEALED AS IT IS RIGHT NOW. THAT WAS BACK IN 1976, AND I'VE NEVER HAD ANOTHER PROBLEM WITH IT SINCE THEN. AND I'M TELLING YOU, I COULD HAVE JUST LET THIS THING DRAG ON AND DRAG ON AND DRAG ON, AND MAYBE IN A YEAR OR TWO YEARS OR SOMETHING, MAYBE I'D HAVE GOTTEN IT OVER IT. I DON'T KNOW. BUT I'M TELLING YOU THAT I JUST FOCUSED ON IT, TOOK MY AUTHORITY, INTERCEDED, AND PRAISE GOD, IT CAME TO PASS. I COULDN'T TELL YOU HOW MANY TIMES I HAVE DONE THIS WITH OTHER PEOPLE. AND I KNOW THAT BY ME TEACHING ON THIS, THERE'S GOING TO BE PEOPLE SAYING, WOULD YOU PLEASE PRAY WITH ME? I'VE HAD PEOPLE OFFER TO FLY ME PLACES, GIVE ME LARGE AMOUNTS OF MONEY. IF I'LL JUST STAND AND PRAY WITH THEM FOR TWO HOURS, THREE HOURS, UNTIL THEY SEE RESULTS. I'M TELLING YOU, I MINISTER TO SO MANY PEOPLE NOW THAT I CANNOT DO THAT. I AM NOT GOING TO DO IT. DON'T EVEN ASK. WE'VE GOT PRAYER MINISTERS THAT WILL PRAY WITH YOU, BUT THE MAIN THING I'M OFFERING IS NOT MY INTERCESSION. PERSONALLY, I'M TEACHING YOU THESE TRUTHS THAT I'VE USED, AND THE SAME THING THAT HAS WORKED FOR ME WILL WORK FOR YOU. 
It's up to you to a very large degree how quickly your answers to prayer manifest. God answers instantly, but maybe you are wavering. Maybe other people are involved. There's other things. You need to get this teaching and learn this and apply it. And I guarantee you, you can see the power of God manifest in your life. You've already got it. Was profoundly influential for my husband and and I. I'm not going to beg God for anything anymore. I am going to believe for what I already have. All the stuff that I was working to try to receive from God, I already had. So all I have to do is just be thankful for it. Uh, one of my favorite teachings is, uh, you've already got it. Finally, it was like uh, dawn of hope in my heart. And it was really amazing to know what was on the inside of me. Andrew's complete teaching titled, You've Already Got It, is available in a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. It's also available in a book and study guide in English or Spanish. Each of these products is available for a gift of any amount. Or you can get them in the You've Already Got It package. This package includes the book, the study guide, in your choice of either the CD or DVD album. This package has a catalog value of $90, but you can get it today for only $60. The individual topic highlighted on today's broadcast is available as an audio CD for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. This is the last day we'll be offering this teaching, so be sure to respond today. We want to say a special thank you to the Grace Partners of Andrew Womack Ministries. Your gifts make it possible to put free ministry materials into the hands of many people in need. If you're not already a Grace Partner, we ask you to pray about becoming one today. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. Karis, an accredited Bible college in the beautiful town of Woodland Park, has been changing people's lives for over 25 years. The people here are so like-minded. They want to help you grow. These are people who genuinely care about you. They want the best for you. Be prepared to be blown away with the teachings. It's not just a season in your life. There's no way you can't change. You can't really go wrong going to a place that you get to sit and listen to the Word for four hours a day. Being under the Word that much just allowed God to pour so much into me. If you feel supernatural peace about coming to Karis, that's God. I know you're like, how, when, where, all these questions, just do it. The Lord will provide. I was doubting and second-guessing it, but when I took that step of faith, immediately, like, things were provided. Just being around like-minded believers, teachers who are there for you and ready to talk to you at any moment and answer your questions, there's just nothing like it. Just follow the leading of the one that you serve, and that's always going to be the right direction to go. You know, I believe we have the best phone center on the planet. We have testimonies every single day of lives that are being changed, and we've averaged somewhere around 36, 37,000 calls a month. It's just tremendous. But did you know we couldn't do this without our partners? Partners, you are the ones who make this happen. Every one of the people who answer our phones, they are paid employees, 
And uh, this is a ministry that is touching thousands of lives every month. And I just wanted to let you partners know that you are a big part of it. Thank you very much for what you've done. And thank you for being a part of the Andrew Womack Ministries Helpline. When I went to Men's Advance, just being in the room with lots of men of God is so powerful. You can't help but just feel just the power in the room. That's my favorite thing, the fellowship, to have uh, so many men lift up their hands and praise God. To me, it's that passion that gets reignited. Anytime that you're around a group of guys, man, it's where you have great speakers, men come together, where they get inspired uh, to be the men that God created them to be, husbands, fathers, sons. It's pretty powerful.